You are listening to Bullet Points. Bullet Points is our 15-minute monthly update on hot topics in the gun violence prevention movement. Hello everyone and welcome to Bullet Points, a podcast brought to you by Women Against Gun Violence, where we update you on hot topics in the gun violence prevention movement in 15 minutes or less. I'm Brianna, your host, and I'm back this month to talk about the importance of safe gun storage and also on the mental and physical harm we inflict on children, as some jurisdictions put in place reactive rather than preventive measures to gun violence. The safe storage of firearms has been a primary focus since our founding in 1993. One of our initial projects, Keeping Them Safe, worked with parents and caregivers on safe gun storage and taught parents and caregivers how to have important conversations with children, family members, neighbors, and friends, conversations that can help keep our children safe from gun violence. Over the years, these trainings for adults have taken place in after-school programs, at PTA meetings, and at the request of the LA City Attorney's Office, as part of their Safe School Initiative. We've also used pediatrician offices as a vehicle to get safe gun storage information home to families, Queens Care Health Centers was a generous advocate of our program as was Los Angeles County Supervisor Sheila QL. In 2013, we rebranded our Keeping Them Safe program. It is now the Talk Project, and our materials are available for free in four languages and in two different formats. We also have a website with more details about the program, as well as an online tutorial. Take a look at the talkproject.org because when you lock up your firearms safely and securely, You can prevent suicide, unintentional shootings, and school shootings. The National Rifle Association has a program called Eddie Eagle. It teaches gun safety to children and teens. While some may believe that this program keeps kids safe, our talk project is about adult responsibility to keep our children safe. Science shows that a young child doesn't have the ability to understand real consequences and that a teen's ability to control impulses is not fully developed. Teenagers act first, feel second, and think last. That can be a deadly cycle when unsecured and loaded guns are available. Once again, the talk project is about adult responsibility. As parents and caregivers, we alone are responsible for ensuring the safety of our children and the children in our care. Over 80% of teens who used a gun to take their own life used a firearm belonging to a family member, usually a parent. On average, every day eight teens and children are shot unintentionally with improperly stored and loaded firearms. Safe storage saves lives. According to Education Week's 2023 school shooting tracker, as of November this year in the United States, there have been 35 school shootings with injuries or deaths, 59 people killed or injured in a school shooting, 20 people killed, 14 students or other children killed, six school employees or other adults killed, and 39 people injured. There were 51 school shootings with injuries or deaths last year in the United States, the most in a single year since Education Week began tracking such incidents in 2018. I hope that we will not exceed that number this year. In over 70% of school shootings, the firearm used was from the student's home or from that of a friend or relative. That's where safe storage fits in. It's a preventive approach, rather than a reactive approach to school shootings. For the last several years, as school shootings have become more prevalent, 
adults have shifted the responsibility for school safety to the students. We've put in place programs such as active shooter drills, see something, say something, signs of suicide, also known as SOS, a program for middle and high school students that teaches them how to identify signs of depression and suicide in themselves and their peers. Some school districts have also started programs teaching first aid training to students so they can learn how to assist their injured peers during a school shooting. And then there is Alice, an active shooter drill that includes teaching our children how to fight off an active gunman. Research conducted by every town and their partners has concluded that there is almost no evidence affirming the value of active shooter drills for preventing school shootings or protecting the school community when shootings do occur. Still, active shooter drills and school hardening are a frequent reaction by our policymakers in response to school shootings. Active shooter drills are not getting the intended results. But what results can we find as we study their impact? Well, these drills in schools are, according to every town, associated with increases in depression by 39%, stress and anxiety by 42%, and physiological health problems by 23% overall, including in children as young as 5 years old, up to high schoolers, their parents, and teachers. Concerns over death increased by 22%, with words like blood, pain, clinics, and pills becoming a consistent feature of social media posts in school communities in the 90 days after a school drill. Many of our communities are already suffering the lifelong impact of gun violence. We should not contribute to the problem. We should not be actually hurting our kids and teachers while in the process of trying to protect them. Instead, Women Against Gun Violence calls on cities and school districts to invest in a non-punitive holistic public health approach to gun violence in our schools. There is a strong body of evidence that proves the value of mental health support and social-emotional learning, universal trauma screenings, and threat assessment programs. Coupled with strong child access prevention laws and safe gun storage laws, and making sure the public knows about those laws, distributing free gun locks and information as we do, and encouraging safe gun storage as a way to prevent suicide, unintentional shootings, and school shootings, we all can play a role in reducing gun violence and the threat to our school communities. In closing, the gifting holidays are upon us and Christmas is just weeks away. Children and their friends are home from school and curious. They are searching your home from top to bottom looking for presents. If you have a firearm, please make sure you lock it up safely and securely. If you are visiting family, friends, or neighbors, ask first if they have firearms and if yes, are those guns locked up in a safe and with a trigger lock. Losing out on a party or a glass of eggnog is a small price to pay for the safety of your child. Also, consider gifting your child something other than a firearm. A book is a great gift and can inspire a lifetime of learning and curiosity. All of us at Women Against Gun Violence wish you a peaceful and safe holiday season. Founded 30 years ago, Women Against Gun Violence works to prevent gun violence in our communities, state, and nation through a holistic approach that includes one, Impactful legislation like background checks for all gun and ammunition sales and banning assault-style weapons and high-capacity magazines. 2. Programming on safe gun storage, voting, and divestment. 3. 
Addressing gun violence as a public health crisis and following the same path to solutions as our country does for other recognized public health emergencies. And four, supporting programs and organizations that help break the cycle of gun violence that impacts so many of our communities. Thanks again for listening. Let's all have a great day. Thank you for listening to Bullet Points and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Visit our website at wagv.org to sign up for our action alerts. We're looking forward to you joining us next month.